Today, I have strongly recommended to every governor to deploy the National Guard in sufficient numbers that we dominate the streets. That we dominate the streets. That we dominate the streets. 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 And may we all echo that sentiment, Mr. Keynes. And uh, greetings, friends, and welcome in to this, the 147th edition of Fusebox, dominatingly entitled Social Dissonancing. And I'm your out-of-tune but in-the-right-key host, Mark Rose. And uh, over there, dominating... Dominating... The controls for this edition of the show is the rear admiral of amplitude, mm-hmm. Milt Keynes, everybody. Well, thank you kindly. I think we all know what the secret word for this one is, yeah? <laughs> Clearly. And uh, may I say, we will dominate this particular episode with the uh, activities in our uh, present world. I mean, this is truly type of uh, action I was actually hoping to see someday emerge. I hasten to add, too, though, not the uh, distractions by folks who are uh, using this time to loot and uh, hurt particularly small business owners. That's uh, that's not really part of this message. Yeah, but it's become part of the message to some idiots, though. Sadly, yes. And uh, may I say, too, that in many, many of these cases, it's... uh, it's from organized groups that are doing the majority of that damage, not the uh, protesters in general. These miscreants are just uh, using the demonstrations as a uh, blind to carry on with these looting activities and so forth. Yeah, I read too that, uh, oh, yeah, and by the way, why is it that this term uh, fake news is always coming out of the mouths of those towheads that are themselves generating fake news. <laughs> True. <laughs> well, I, I just read that there were a, a series of posts targeted at uh, rural areas 
that there was going to be some kind of like a, a, a busload of Antifa folks headed out there to like uh, tear the place up. So, you know, uh, you better grab your guns because these. Yeah, you know what? And and that was uh, uh, quickly put down as as truly fake news uh, propagated by uh, white nationalist organizations, uh, naturally. Or just one inbred moron in his parents' basement. Dominate. Uh, one could presume such a scenario, Mr. Keynes. Mm-hmm. It's uh, quite clear that a lot of the more violent activity is uh, coming from these white nationalist type of groups in, uh, in order to, you know, stir up confrontations that uh, appear to be coming from the peaceful protesters. This is not a new tactic, though. You know, not not new at all. Most of the time when peaceful protests like this occur, there is this contingent underneath, probably bust in, that uh, is there to do nothing but uh, create chaos and try to diminish the message. Yeah, these these Antifa folks, they just get bad press all the time. Yeah, like there's some kind of militant gun-toting group of uh, rabid anarchists. By the way, the name Antifa comes from the term anti-fascist. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, they may have actually have had its uh, beginnings here in Portland, or at least a major faction did. And, and given that Orange Guy thinks it would be just grand to bring in the 82nd Airborne Division to eliminate the constitutional right for peaceful assembly by bombing it out of existence, I think we're stepping dangerously close to that whole dictator thing, you know? I gotta say, some of the footage of the, these uh, recent protests is like, what the hell am I looking at? Yeah. Is this some protest somewhere in a third world country? You know, being controlled by a mad dictator? Nope. Buffalo, New York. Probably saw that one, right? Oh, man, I can't watch that. You know, the the first time that old guy fell back and cracked his head, you you could hear it from across the fucking street. Oh, yeah, I know, I know. And, and, And as we know, first police reports had that incident as the guy... Slipped and fell. <laughs> yeah, after they pushed him. Yeah, yeah. See, again, they didn't realize that folks were capturing the whole sordid thing on their phones from multiple angles at the same time, which makes another point abundantly clear. You cannot trust any report from any agency anymore, friends. Sadly, I include... A great many of the current crop of uh, health officials as well. As we all used to say some 50 years ago, question authority. Just because they have a fancy graph and some monogrammed letterhead with that really spiffy gold seal on it, don't make it so. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, Not to digress from our topic here, but uh, I think it's, it's actually related. The uh, highly respected Journal of Medicine, Lancet, <laughs> Lancet, but you, doesn't that kind of make you think of like lancing a boil? Or I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, Lancet had to uh, retract a peer-reviewed study on the effects of uh, hydroxychloroquine, which stated that uh, patients who received this drug uh, increased heartbeat irregularities and decreases hospital survival rates. As a result, obviously, trials were stopped. With good reason, right? 
Seems like a good idea if it's killing people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that uh, Lancet study has been retracted, withdrawn from the literature entirely at the request of uh, four of its authors who, quote, can no longer vouch for the veracity of the primary data sources. Given the seriousness of the topic and the consequences of the paper, this is one of the most consequential retractions in modern history. Uh, quoting the uh, Guardian here, and continuing from that same uh, Guardian story, it happened because peer review, the formal process of reviewing scientific work before it's accepted for publication, is not designed to detect anomalous data. It makes no difference if the anomalies are due to inaccuracies, miscalculations, or outright fraud. This is not what peer review is for. While it is the internationally recognized badge of, quote, settled science, its value is far more complicated. So, what the hell? Well, in short, it just appears that the data supplied to the, uh, to the uh, four researchers there for peer review was flawed. Now, I take that to mean that uh, numbers were not correct in the study group, or they may have been outright manipulated to get uh, a conclusion they wanted. But whatever the case, this is an interesting development. And no, still don't think the endorsement from Orange Guy is valid or smart. Can we hear it again? What do you have to lose? Take it. Well, at least we're fair around here. Exactly, Mr. Keynes. I'm no doctor, but I play one in my mind frequently. But whatever the potential treatment might be, it, uh, it obviously needs to be uh, properly verified. Or people get dead. Yeah, and as the article points out later on, uh, there actually is a sort of de-incentive for a lot of scientists and uh, medical professionals to be part of these uh, peer boards in the first place because it takes a, a huge amount of time. It's all volunteer. They're not paid. And in many cases, it takes time away from their own research papers that they're doing and, and so on. So, bottom line, friends, is to be skeptical, at the very least, pretty much about everything. Yes, you people have created quite a stir. TheFuseBoxShow.com Words that changed the world. I don't in any way encourage black people to go out and initiate acts of aggression indiscriminately against whites. But I do believe that the black man in the United States and any human being anywhere is well within his right to do whatever is necessary by any means necessary to protect his life and property, especially in a in a country where the federal government itself has proven that it is either uh, in, unable or unwilling to protect the lives and property of those human beings. The failure or the betrayal of what we have to call the social contract. The social contract made in principle with all citizens in the society. You know, and you are a citizen, I am too. And the contract with us has never been honored. And that means that every citizen of this country is in terrible trouble because when you're in trouble, Detroit is in trouble, if you see what I mean. And the, the white people of this country have, have wrecked their own cities in a flight from us. And I think the answer about how long it will take 
will depend on the federal government, on the city halls of our various cities, and on white America to a large extent. This is where we are at this point, and I think white America will determine how long it will be and which way we go in the future. But people aren't calling them up. You have to dominate. If you don't dominate, you're wasting your time. They're going to run over you. You're going to look like a bunch of jerks. You have to dominate. Words that change the world. Yep. Yeah, that's the answer, all right. Just get in there and dominate the streets. Get rid of that pesky old Constitution thing. Since you're clearly not using it. I don't know about you, but I was glad as hell to hear from some military folks that this was a batshit crazy idea. Oh, and some, yeah, some very uh, respectable folks in that list of opponents to this idea. Also, I, I don't know if you saw... Yeah, I'll say bet I didn't. Probably not. Saw the uh, <laughs> <laughs> the CBS uh, News Face the Nation interview with uh, Attorney General Barr as he was uh, wildly blinking like some sort of out-of-order pinball machine during questioning there. The guy plainly states that they did not use tear gas and that pepper spray is not a chemical irritant. What? Pepper spray is not a chemical irritant. It's not chemical. I guess to A.G. Barr, pepper spray is a condiment. You know, kind of like its cousins, ketchup gas and mayo bombs, which are actually quite tasty, I hear. Does that asshat know that tear gas isn't a thing? It's a classification of chemical irritants designed for crowd control, just like pepper spray or smoke bombs, the whole Megillah. Well, it appears that Mr. Barr did not attend that class. I tell you what, though, Mr. Keynes, if you're you're one of the many, many unfortunates who get hit with that uh, non-chemical irritant... Uh, you might have a different opinion. That is nasty shit, bro. Yes, sir. It is. Also, um, this statement that was in the uh, also in that same interview about the whole reason for this activity was was to move the crowd back because of security reasons. Uh, just moments, coincidentally, before the uh, Cheeto in the Italian suit strode across the very street where the protesters had just been to do a photo op with the Bible at St. John's Church, was, as one clergyman said, sacrilegious. I don't tell you right now, bro. It's a good thing I'm not in charge. He'd be a pillar of fucking salt in 10 seconds. Yeah, yeah. There was also this news item came out same time, and I've confirmed that uh, four additional sources had uh, printed this, The Hill, Daily Beast, Marketplace, as well as uh, BuzzFeed. But um, I haven't seen any, like, media, you know, television coverage about it yet. But the, uh, apparently, A.G. Barr has uh, co-opted the Drug Enforcement Administration into infiltrating the Black Lives Matter protests. Barr has told the DEA to, quote, conduct covert surveillance on people participating in the protests. An abuse of power, again, far outside the agency's mandate. Sounds like Nixon. Maybe Stalin. Don't know. I know this was going on during the protests in the early 70s. Definitely. Definitely. 
So here again, Barr's using the DEA as an intimidation tactic against the people on the front lines fighting for civil rights. So it's just another example of how Orange Guy can't be trusted with widespread surveillance powers without using them against its own citizens. So if this is at all true, this is yet another line in the sand, friends. And again, again, in sloppy plain sight. They just don't care at all for anything this country was founded on, clearly. Yeah, except some mangling of the Second Amendment. Yeah. You know what? I wonder how in love with that amendment he would be if the guns were pointing their direction. Dominate. Lock and load. I mean, you never know what might happen after the election. He may not want to go. (laughs) There are already stories abounding about how he might just hijack the whole election process or uh, delay it or some such crap. Now, you know he's already planned uh, a rally for Tulsa, Oklahoma on the extremely auspicious June 19th, a date that is known as Juneteenth, where, in, uh, in case you're not aware, in 1865, slaves were liberated in Texas as a result of the Emancipation Proclamation that happened just a couple of years before. Sadly, nobody told Texas. It's also a, a date that is most significant because it was the passing of the Civil Rights Act in 1964. But wait, there's more. Dear friends, it was also the date and the site, Tulsa, we're talking here, that in 1921, of a massive white-on-black massacre that killed 300 people. Yeah, nothing's out of bounds during this time, man. I don't know, man. It's, it, it, it boggles the mind. And by the way, let, let me just say, too, that the, the protests going on right now due to, uh, as we all must know, uh, but uh, for the historical record here, the murder of George Floyd at the hands... Yeah, I'll make that the knee of... Yes, yes, indeed. Uh, by a Minneapolis police officer, Derek Chauvin, uh, who again, 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 once again, and one more again, just to be obnoxious, it was in plain sight of the whole damn world. And, and let me just say, I'm frankly just overwhelmed and thrilled by this global turnout for this cause, which, as we all know, is for long overdue racial equality, something that sadly this country in particular has uh, been avoiding for hundreds of years. When you see these protests in, in the UK, in Germany, in South America, you name it, and, and, and all of the 50 states in this country. At last, it looks like we've got some momentum, friends. Been pretty active here in Portland. Yeah, I mean, I I just recall those images uh, of several thousand folks laying down on the Burnside Bridge with their arms behind their backs for quite a while the other day. Every day, bro, and well into the night. Now, there have been some isolated rough moments, but, uh, Really small compared to the numbers of peaceful folks. Yeah, they're not giving up either. Word is that uh, it's going to continue every day until some big changes are made. And not just in the policing aspect, but every aspect of uh, racial equality. 
this is what it takes to really change things for the better. I, uh, folks in Portland, I have to say, always have, have uh, astounded me and made me so delighted to be uh, part of this community here and, and to see the depth of commitment and sincerity that uh, surrounds this place. Yeah. And hell, man, even rural places in the U.S. with really small populations, they're all on board with this. And I don't know when I've seen anything like that before. It's, it, it's, it's incredible. Well, time has come today, as the Chambers brothers once said. I, I, also, a new report just stated that uh, Minneapolis may actually be the first state in the union to dismantle the police force. What? How the hell would that work? Well, that's a very good question. I, I, I hope it's not a throw the baby out with the bathwater thing because, to me anyway, there one solution, uh, and I'm sure they're going to look at this, w- would be to just tighten up the hiring process. In most cases, folks with a, a propensity towards, uh, well, let's just call it unreasonable control issues, can be uh, d- d- detected through a series of rather sophisticated, but uh, they're sci- psychological screening evaluations. So it really can point these people out. Um, and I think a, a positive idea here, too, is that a lot of the things that uh, police have to deal with, well, the homeless situations, uh, dealing with folks with mental health issues, et cetera, all that stuff, these things should be handled by folks who are better trained for dealing specifically with these situations and hand them off. And that's what they're actually meaning when they say defunding. But the terminology can be uh, <laughs> a wee alarmist to many. In any event, right, there have to be ways to better determine the eligibility of uh, law enforcement officers. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be some way to figure that out. Hell, they do something like that in corporate jobs, you know, making sure your uh, anger management is in control and shit. Uh, you would clearly flunk, Mr. Keynes. I don't do corporate. And speaking of sandworms, <laughs> you know, it's not often an ethics complaint filed by one lawmaker against another is resolved within. 24 hours. But that's exactly what Florida House Speaker Jose Oliva did in announcing no action would be taken against Representative Anthony Sabatini. Representative Cindy Polo, a Democrat from Miramar, filed a complaint against Sabatini for openly calling for violence against protesters on Twitter. In a tweet, Sabatini posted a photo of an AR-15 and wrote, Attention potential protesters coming near Lake County, Florida. This is an AR-15. This will be a very common sight upon illegal entry at any Lake County business. FYI. Polo cited two sections from Rules of the Florida House and said, This kind of dangerous language and behavior should not be tolerated. It threatens the safety of U.S. citizens exercising their constitutionally protected rights of assembly and speech to highlight the everyday injustices the black community faces. Oliva, in a statement relayed over seven tweets, concluded Sabatini's comments did not violate House rules. Quoting, 
Representative Sabatini's comments were no doubt provocative. As for their wisdom, I will leave that to the public at large, however. They were directed specifically at a hypothetical party who would engage in an unlawful act, he tweeted. I therefore do not feel it is within my authority to take official action. Oliver said he was in receipt of a few letters regarding Sabatini's tweet. Quoting again here, imagery notwithstanding, it is my conclusion the wording of the tweet does not constitute a direct or preemptive threat to any specific person, organized group, or entity, Oliver wrote. The rules do not and should not grant presiding officers the power to determine the wisdom of members' speech. This is a truth I think we can all agree on. Now, I think we can agree that this guy is a fucking Yahoo with a male anatomy issue, as the suits would say. Well, he, clearly attempting to dominate his pants or something. You know, there, there is help for that, really. Sabatini, though, is not the only Florida official drawing fire, though as uh, state and congressional lawmakers use uh, Twitter feeds to defend or abhor President Donald Trump's call to designate Antifa as domestic terrorists. (laughs) Good luck with that, by the way. And uh, to react to his recent threat to use U.S. military troops against protesters. Yes, Our buddy, U.S. Representative and second in line in the Trump presidentipede construction. Think about that for a minute, will you? Matt Gates, in a tweet from his personal Twitter account, he asked, Now that we clearly see Antifa as terrorists, can we hunt them down like we do those in the Middle East? The tweet was cited by Twitter for glorifying violence, but not removed. Gates responded with a Breitbart interview and attacks on Twitter censorship in his Hot Takes podcast. (laughs) Hot Takes? (laughs) Really? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. That's what he calls it. Well, I guess his other idea of steaming shit didn't pan out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, oh, yeah. Well, Gates' response to uh, Trump's call for, quote, law and order to be enforced by the military if necessary was uh, sort of muted and a little succinct on the side. He says, uh, quoting, God bless President Trump as were those from other Florida Republicans who expressed support for the protesters' right to demonstrate while backing the president's call to take a tougher stance against violence. Florida's congressional Democrats, meanwhile, (laughs) had a little something different to say, including Representative Val Demings, the uh, former Orlando police chief, who was said to be uh, actually a front-runner to be Joe Biden's vice president running mate. The president who wouldn't lift a finger to help Americans dying of COVID-19, will gladly impose martial law. Resist, Demings tweeted. Craven actions by a small president who has never been fit to lead, Representative Kathy Castor tweeted. We need a president who can unify and heal. Rubber bullets and noxious gas to clear peaceful protesters for a reality TV moment at a church tweeted Representative Ted Deutsch. 
No governor should emulate or allow this in their state. This was a shameful and appalling abuse of power for a photo op, tweeted Representative Federica Wilson. U.S. soldiers should never be used against the American public. You think? Safe bet. Yeah. I'm thinking it's got to be in the water. Well, you know, it's shit like that that makes us ask. Nay, implore. What the fuck, Florida? (laughs) Yes, and with that indigestible morsel caught in our windpipes, we'll take our leave of this place, but not before thanking our contributors to this edition of Fusebox, Levi Buchanan, Nico Lane, and Jeff Pollard. Thanks, as always, to the non-chemical irritant known as Milt Keynes for technical assistance. I'm also available in the large family size, too. (laughs) Good to know, good to know. (laughs) And uh, abundant thanks to you, friends, for pushing play on uh, this edition of the show, as, as we know. You don't know what the hell you're going to get with this program, and it's just the kind of assurance we all need in today's modern world. Isn't it, though? May I suggest, if you haven't, as now uh, already done so, please subscribe and like and, uh, oh hell, even tweet, if you are so inclined, about this wondrous program, and please subscribe from whatever and wherever you may have found us, be it uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or even the very OnSug itself at O-N-S-U-G dot com. We do so appreciate that as well. As uh, And also, please, your kind uh, patronage at uh, the Fusebox store, where all manner of Fusebox merch can be found. Uh, simply click on the link there in the show notes or at the Fusebox Show uh, Facebook page, or the very Fuseboxshow.com website, and uh, just uh, click the shopping tab. It's that easy. It's that fun. So, friends, uh, be safe out there. It's a season of change and realignment for sure. And uh, I'm glad as hell to be living to see it, frankly. Yeah. I have been your dominating while hiding in a bunker host, Mark Rose, saying, until our next cartoon.